2: Listen in as I talk to my friends and colleagues about our industry so we can all stay sharp. Well, hey, everybody. How you doing? Uh, thanks for tuning in to this uh, special episode, the year-end episode of 2019. I'm going to talk about a couple different highlights from the industry, uh, what's been going on with me this year, some things I'm looking forward to next year. And I do have a short interview for for you. Uh, it's something that I was kind of just, I had in my back pocket. It's a shorter interview that I did at BMXNet with a French piercer named Lily Cathenod. I, I don't, I'm not great at pronouncing names from people that don't live in the U.S. And I, honestly, I'm not that great at pronouncing names for people that do live within the U.S. But especially when it comes to people that have a good amount of flair with the way they pronounce their own names. Um, but Lily from France, from Contraceptic. It was a good talk. Uh, It's just kind of a shorter interview, and I didn't really have a good home for it before. It's not really long enough to be its own episode, and it didn't really fit too well with some of my other episodes. So I'm going to kind of put it in here at the end as a little bit of a bonus for you. So 2019 was a really big year for the industry. A lot of different changes Um, A big year for me, a lot of different changes for me, too. So I I just want to say thank you to everyone who's listened to the show. Uh, I had 37,000 podcast listens during 2019, which is crazy. It blows my mind, you know. So thank you to everyone who listens to it on their way into work or while they're packaging tools or... Doing whatever you're doing. I've gotten a lot of messages from people that have really kept me going. There have been plenty of points, and I'm sure if you listen to the show regularly, you you know that there have been plenty of points where I haven't necessarily wanted to continue the show just because of the amount of work that goes into it. But every now and then I get these really sweet messages from people saying it's really helped them in their career or it's given them insight that they might normally... Uh, not have been able to get. So that's that's who I'm doing it for. I appreciate you tuning in and thanks for listening. You know I've, I've got a lot of different plans for 2020. I'm gonna keep it going for weekly episodes as long as I can. I've got a lot of guest hosts lined up. I've got a lot of hosts for uh, me to interview lined up and uh, I should be able to keep the show going strong for you for, uh, for quite a while. So uh, a huge thing that I want to say in thanks also is to the people that have come to my private classes this year. Uh, I had 239 attendees to my private piercing classes during 2019. And, you know, really, thank you so much for your support. Uh, Taking days off of work, traveling, listening to what I had to say and supporting me in in the classes that I'm teaching, I really do appreciate it. Uh, I instructed my private classes in three different countries, including a class in Glasgow, Scotland with Jeff Saunders and a class in Amsterdam, Holland, Uh, and that was largely thank you to uh, Sharon from Classic uh, setting me up with the, the venue there. So uh, definitely, I, I appreciate all the people. And I was lucky enough to teach at a few different foreign conferences too. Uh, I got to speak at the APP conference in Las Vegas, obviously, that's always such an honor for me. But I also got to teach again at the BMXNet conference in Germany. And I got to go to Russia and teach for the RUAPP in St. Petersburg, and that was a great experience, too. Hopefully I get invited back for future classes. I think next year might be in Moscow, which I've never been to, obviously, so I would love to go there. Um, I'm really bummed out still that I didn't get to make it to UKAPP. I feel kind of a special connection to the UK group because I've seen them grow from their their seed into what they are now. And I'm very, very proud of all the progress they've made. Uh, Nikki Holmes and Lola Slider and all the, the people putting in so much hard work and dedication to that organization. You've, you've really impressed a lot of people. And you can be really proud of what you've achieved. It's really, it's something for sure. I'm uh, aiming towards doing a private class in Manchester, England. Uh, probably around April, uh, and I- I'm thinking about maybe even doing it in the same venue as the UK APP conference at the the Radisson Blue and I'll see what I can do. Maybe I can work out some sort of a discount for the people who are UK APP members or uh, UK APP registrants or something. It's just a way to say sorry I couldn't make it to the conference. I had every intention of being there but I had a family emergency. I had to come straight home. I flew all the way to London. Uh, I touched down, turned my phone on and, and got some uh, some news where I had to just turn right around and, and go back home. And um, I really was gutted by the the people I didn't get to see, the classes I didn't get to teach, the experiences I didn't get to have, uh, but, you know, believe me that you are all in my uh, my heart and my thoughts, and uh, I'm really excited for all the, the stuff that I saw come out of your conference. You you killed it again this year, all the attendees, all the instructors, all the, organize, all the organizers putting in all that hard work, and uh, I could tell that it really paid off, so congrats there. But, again, thank you for all the support people bringing me places, people asking me to go to places and people coming to where I am to listen to me talk about body piercing. Uh, it's, it's been really uh, special for my life and I just want everybody to know how much I appreciate you allowing me to be part of this community. Huge growth for the industry in 2019 also. Uh, not only do you have the growth for those uh, established organizations like the UKAPP and the Russian organization. Uh, LBP, but you have all this other great up-and-coming talent uh, finally getting their chance to have organizations and, and meetups. Uh, the Australian uh, APP or the Australasian organization, to be more accurate, Australia and New Zealand had their first meeting. Um, you can go back to some of these topics if you ever want to revisit it. If you didn't get a chance to listen to episode 138, that's with Kyla Scrivener, uh basically talking all about the AUPP meetup and their progress there and i want to say a huge thank you to hawaii uh... There was an episode that i did episode one twenty three talking about piercing in southeast asia and hawaii is actually getting together one of the first Chinese piercer meetups and that's going to be happening within just a few days of me recording this actually. Uh, Hawaii is a a really dedicated, passionate piercer, uh, deserves a lot of credit for trying to pull that community together because it can be a little bit difficult in some markets where people don't want to talk to each other and share information. It's really important to move the industry forward and that's definitely what Hawaii is doing so uh, congratulations Hawaii and I would love to hear more about the the meeting after you have it. Uh, Don't forget that there are all those other brilliant organizations out there. Um, As I said, you have LBP, but you also have the GEP community in Brazil, you have APPE in Spain, Uh, you've got the VPP piercers in Germany, you've got that great BMX net crew, Uh, You've got the Scandinavians talking about piercing. You've got a lot of people that are really busting their butts and showing how much they care about body piercing. And it's really appreciated. It's not going unnoticed for sure. So keep up the good work. And uh, if there's anything that I can do to support you or your organizations, please let me know. Uh, A few other things that I want to talk about is some really significant progress that was made over in the UK. If you go all the way back to episode 26 of the podcast, I had a discussion with Dr. Matt Lauder and Paul King about the uh, FGM issue in the UK. FGM stands for female genital mutilation, it's a really complicated issue. Uh, Basically, uh, there have been laws passed to protect. Uh, Immigrant communities from certain cultural practices that are outdated, uh, damaging, destructive, and and are mutilation to the the vulva, to younger women uh, being abused by their families and and cultural practices. Uh, And some laws were passed basically saying uh, these types of mutilation cannot happen anymore, but unfortunately some of the wording included the, the word piercing. Uh, some people's interpretation of that meant professional piercing with a needle. So really the entire UK industry uh, was put on a freeze when it came to genital piercing. And uh, a lot of progress was lost. And there might be a whole generation of body piercers that aren't necessarily comfortable with performing vulva piercings now because of those laws. Uh, But some really fantastic work was done by the current UK APP president, Lola Slider, in Scotland. And I've got a little bit of information to share with you there. Uh, From what Lola explained to me, basically there's um, something called the Crown Prosecutor Service. And basically what they'll do is they'll take the laws and they'll write their interpretation of it. And that's what prosecutors actually use. That's what judges and courts actually use when it comes to court cases. And they have basically decided that they're not going to include professional body piercing in the female genital mutilation uh, definition and interpretation. So that essentially clears up the industry to start performing these piercings again um, at a minimum in Scotland uh, and hopefully for the the UK as a whole uh, the Crown Prosecutor Service is not going to look at body piercing as a form of mutilation because I look at it as a form of beautification, uh, as something positive for people and it's important that it's not tied up uh, in trying to protect these immigrant communities from these practices that are mutilation. Uh, Body piercing is really something very separate and a lot of work has been done by the UK APP to clearly establish that so congratulations to the UK APP and to Lola Slider for putting in that work and, and getting that clarified. Right here at home in the US we just had our uh, election cycle for the APP Board of Directors and I'm happy to announce that the incoming board members will be Luis Garcia returning to the board, uh, Brian Skelly continuing on uh, another term on the board and also welcoming newcomers. Uh, we've got Christina Blasi who's super smart. Um, Just a few episodes ago, I had an interview with Zach Boyer called Living the Dream, and Zach uh, talked about his journey of moving to Atlanta, Georgia and working at Piercing Experience, and it's Christina Blasi who owns that studio and is uh, now kind of working alongside of Zach, mentoring Zach, and uh, just helping him grow into the, the beautiful flower that he is. And Christina is super smart. I did an interview with Christina on the podcast previously, too, uh, and you can really get a good sense of how big her brain is. She's one of those piercers where it's, it's intimidating how smart she is, uh, and I think she's going to do awesome on the board. She's very sharp when it comes to sterilization and improving safety standards, and I think she's going to be great uh, working out on the board. And another newcomer to the board is going to be Pablo Perilmuter. Pablo, really, really smart again, uh, really motivated, and he's definitely an idea person. I've worked with Pablo in the past on the outreach committee and lots of different projects. And Pablo's the kind of person where you can send him a request for some some help and say, hey, you know, I was wondering if maybe you'd want to contribute to this project. And within an hour or two, he's going to send you back a mock-up or an idea or a proposal or something. He's very quick-witted. Um, has a lot of good ideas, and I'm, I'm hoping that uh, he's going to be successful on the board. I think he will be. His uh, his wife, Becky Dill, is currently serving on the board, so uh, I'm, I'm sure that they can work well together and they can articulate their points really well. If you can survive in a marriage, you can survive on the board together. So really excited to see what's going on there. Uh, the board of directors doesn't get a lot of credit. It's one of those things where their successes are private and their failures are public, uh, they, they deserve a lot of credit for the growth of the organization, uh, increases in standards, positive projects going forward. But unfortunately, they usually get bogged down with a bunch of bullshit and people talking about how they don't like certificates or, you know, this one little thing went wrong at conference, so they're going to get blamed for that with people overlooking all the good things that happen at conference. So, um, you know, try to, obviously you want to hold power accountable, But try to do it in stride and try to look at these people and realize these are all professionals with families, with kids, with spouses, with shops, with their own obligations at home. And they're taking time away from those things to volunteer and work on the APP board of director for free. They're putting in all this work when they don't have to. Nobody's paying them to do it. They're doing it for love of the game. So uh, cut them a little bit of slack. And if you have complaints, if you have problems, I totally get that their certificates this year at conference didn't look great. They didn't have all the classes listed on them. Even though you could still get the transcript that would show all the different classes, I get it. It's not as pretty to hang it up on your wall. Uh, But maybe you can contribute to that process a little bit more rather than just complaining about it. You don't think they're good? Volunteer to work on a committee and to help it out. A lot of people were freaking out thinking like oh it's got to be so easy it only takes two seconds you have to realize that people have to verify what classes people took all those different things are a different process and a different step. And it, it's a lot of logistical hours to go into making those certificates. It's not as, sim- as simple as the honor system where you can be like, oh, what classes did you take? Cool, we're just going to print it out and send you the certificate. So when it comes to these problems, try to look at it this way. If you're not willing to roll up your sleeves and help out, maybe you should be a little bit more kind to the people that you're complaining to. Maybe try to be a little bit more constructive in your criticism. And I could see that moving the industry forward a lot better than just whining and complaining and saying that your certificates don't look pretty. But, you know, I get it. Trying to figure out what uh, what I want to do for 2020. Uh, I've been having different conversations with Kale about little outreach projects. Uh, I've got some cool news coming down the pipeline for the conference. I can't really uh, break that yet, but it should be something pretty entertaining for people, uh, especially if you don't want to be hanging around the bar. It can give you maybe something a little bit more interesting and, and fun to do with your time. Uh, I should be able to give you all kinds of details on that shortly. And just trying to figure out what else I want to do within the APP or if I want to do anything at all within the APP other than just be a member and support the organization. Uh, I, I have felt really good being off the board of directors. Um, you know, it, it stung at the time. You know, I started 2019 as one of the board of directors members for the APP. Uh, membership did not choose to elect me to a second term. And at the time, I, I took it a little bit personally and I was kind of bummed out by it. But now I look back on it and it's like, man perfect Um, I cherished every minute that I was on the board and I loved the work even the hard work I I really did enjoy it but I'm really also happy that I can just focus more on my shop and on myself Uh, you know you can get pretty stressed out you can get pretty worn down by it and that's really something that I want to talk to all of you piercers out there Um, I I love body piercing like my identity is body piercer if people ask you know hey what are you I'm gonna say I'm a body piercer Uh, but at the same time, I, as I get older, I'm trying to establish boundaries between personal and professional life. So I see a lot of these up-and-coming piercers where they're jumping in with both feet and they're, they're eating piercing, sleeping piercing, thinking about piercing 24-7. And uh, that's great if you're on your way up and you're trying to push and, and make something out of yourself and uh, maybe build up your shop or maybe move to a, another shop where you can get maybe a little bit more access to the information you want or your opportunities or whatever but try to establish some clear boundaries for yourself. When you go home at night, uh, enjoy your pets, enjoy your family, enjoy your kids, unplug a little bit, put down your phone, You know, log out of Facebook, uh, don't check your emails every five minutes, don't check your Instagram likes every five minutes, and be more of a person. Uh, if you wanna make bonds and you wanna make friendships and connections in this industry, uh, you wanna do it with a person, not a persona, and not a, not a, a Facebook name or something. Uh, there can be a lot of unhealthy relationships online, and I see a lot of people beat themselves up trying to chase that serotonin of uh, likes and shares and comments and validation and all that stuff. And I I, I fell victim to it too. Uh, I got really addicted to trying to push for more followers and this and that. And then when I just tried to relax and said, I'll post a picture when I feel like posting a picture, when I have a good picture to post, when it's something where I, I care about it, then I'll post that. If I have something I wanna talk about, that's fine, but otherwise, maybe I'll share a meme here and there, but I don't wanna be online guy 24 seven because it bums me out. It makes me really sad how you treat each other on Facebook. I've met a lot of really good people who are really bad to each other online, so. Try to be that shining example, uh, don't spread negativity, and try not to burn yourself out. Establish some some boundaries, uh, be a person, do something healthy, have a hobby that has nothing to do with your job. Go out, go to a gym, t- do some yoga, try climbing, you know, walk dogs, volunteer at an animal shelter. Do something other than body piercing, and it will make that time that you spend body piercing much more enjoyable, and you'll be able to keep your passion and your fire and your inspiration when you're not trying to like, live it 24-7. It's not sustainable. Uh, you can push and you can make some great achievements in your industry, in your community, uh, in your career, but at the end of the day, you might be uh, sad pants, uh, Captain Sad Pants, like, uh, like I've been at times. So uh, thank you for listening to this, uh, this relatively short 2019 uh, year-end update. Uh, I don't really have too much to share to you, so I'm going to keep it a little bit short. As I said, though, I am going to drop in that interview with Lily from France, from Contraceptic. So let's enjoy that one. I'll be back just a little bit more in the end. But I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting Safe Piercing. To everyone who bought a Statum Cult shirt or came to a class or listened to me talk about whatever. Uh, I really appreciate you. I really appreciate body piercing and your support of it. And I'll see you in 2020.
0: So first of all, uh, thank you, Ryan, who invited me uh, in this uh, podcast, podcast. And um, I want to send thanks uh, everybody here in the convention because it's a really big event uh, and uh, the, the, the work of uh, each person here as a volunteer or as a teacher, uh, it's re- just amazing. Uh, so I'm really happy all the time uh, each year to be here. And uh, yeah, it's good. I'm happy about the convention. I did a lot of class and uh, it was really interesting as always. So I was more in uh, suspensions and um, yoga classes and... um, of course, techniques, but uh, less than uh, the other, the past years, because um, I was uh, in APP uh, this year, so I had the occasion to assist the um, technique classes. So now I wanted to experiment other classes.
2: That's a, my favorite thing about BMXNet is just how wide of a variety You can find for classes because you go to the app conference and it's fantastic but it's you know it's it's body piercing or things related directly to body piercing but you can come to a place like bmx net and you can be a body piercer and be very interested in body piercing you can take those classes but then you can also take classes for tattooing or suspension or performance art uh, you know Rope bondage, all, all these different things, scarification, all, all these different things that you might not get to experience at other conferences because they usually focus on one specialty.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's amazing that we can connect uh, all, the, um, all the things in, in this scene. Uh, here in BMX and uh, because I, I do I practice b- modification too uh, it's really a chance to assist classes uh, for body modification and uh, I think it's the, the the only event that you can connect for all the all the scene like tattoo suspension yoga uh, piercing body modification it's uh yeah it's a big event and I, I like this I like the spirit of, uh, of the event and uh, thank you Stefan uh, to to organize this and all uh, the team.
2: Yeah, it, it must be really difficult because sometimes it, it can seem easy, you know, because they've done work for weeks and months uh, to get ready for it, and when you show up, things can seem a little bit hectic. But everything runs more or less smoothly, mm-hmm. and I can't imagine how yeah. how much work must go on behind the scenes. Yeah, sure. For yeah. That. yeah.
0: So to introduce myself, so here I'm Lily. I come from France. Uh, I'm a piercer since uh, 11 years and uh, I practice body modification since uh, five or six years now. I don't don't remember, (laughs) sorry. Uh, I started by uh, scarification and uh, after I practice other mods. Um, I really focus on um, piercing stuff now because it's a really big industry. Uh, All the time uh, I push all my team to to go uh, deeper in uh, in this, so I have my shop since ten years now, and uh, we we are uh, only one room, uh, one piercing room. So we are uh, three piercing as a resident, and we we have some guest artists uh, come some sometimes. Um, so my project now is to open a new shop to have uh, two rooms, and. Uh, in, and uh, yeah, push uh, push myself to do more, and uh, because I have a lot of um, uh, sorry uh, when people come, customers come, Sometimes they need to wait uh, two weeks to have an appointment, and uh, wow. that's the problem now. So I think it's an emergency to yeah <laughs> to yeah. Um, yeah to find another shop.
2: Uh, what uh, what part of France are you in?
0: I'm in Strasbourg. It's near to Germany border.
2: Okay, all right. So have you have you felt that? Uh, piercing has always been popular in that area, or do you feel like it's grown recently?
0: It was a big challenge for me. Um, It was something like uh, six years ago to pass, um, to change my mind and uh, to finally offer uh, the opportunity to the customer to to have uh, internally traded and now gold for sure. Uh, so it was a big challenge to work with uh, American companies because in France it's not so easy to do that. Uh, we have a lot of costs for that. And um, and I really appreciate that my customer follow me all the time. And... Um, yeah they, they are awesome uh, all the time i push themselves to to more project or um, to make an order, and sometimes uh, order takes so long time and they stay patient so yeah i really appreciate that and um, yeah it was a big challenge uh, when i it was like um, i used to use finally two two ways um, yeah it's not really clear but uh, uh, when i decided to pass uh, my jewelry to internally threaded um, i had in my stock external jewelry so i wanted to propose both uh things uh, at the beginning and uh, really fast people was uh, into the internally threaded. so it was good it was a big uh, how you say (laughs)
2: <laughs> in, in increase in, in quality or in, yeah. in in how busy you were or
0: no like um, a turn a big turn mm. yeah
2: yeah, in, I, I think in, lots of piercers get intimidated by switching their stock over, but yeah. I, I think all the ones who have don't regret it. I, I think a lot of them yeah. see it as one of the better decisions they've made. Yeah,
0: of course. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> yeah but nice. it's uh, it costs a lot of money, so sure. you you take a lot of risk because uh, we are in France, we are not in America, and uh, uh, people is customer are really fresh idea about that, so it's not so. Uh, common to have this in uh, in shops in, in France. Uh, more and more people uh, develop that, but uh, it since uh, uh, sorry six years ago it was it was not like this. Mm. Yeah, I was one of the first uh, doing that. So
2: that must be kind of good though to make you really stand out from any other body piercers in the area. Mm-hmm. You know, if you put in that work for the for the quality jewelry. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, I'm working in the shop with some uh, independent companies. Uh, So um, I try to to push people to to join the team and uh, I let the chance to people to make some jewelry uh, as a DIY DIY (laughs) at the beginning. Uh, I have a company called uh, Obsilium. Uh, It's a rough stone and it's a guy, um, this guy was a kind of sculptor and he was working uh, on the Strasbourg Cathedral during a, during a time. And finally, he came to my shop with a project of doing uh, plugs, earplugs. Yeah, ear and uh, he asked me uh, something about uh, sizes and uh, very basic things. And uh, finally, two months after, he came with, uh, with, a, with a design mm-hmm. uh, as a prototype and uh, we corrected something and now um, he do really good stuff mm, he push himself all the time to to do the best and he sells some pieces in america so yeah i'm really proud uh, about that and um, i'm working in uh, with a with a friend that uh, make uh, some gold jewelry so she can do some basic things but uh, because she don't want, uh, she can't um, Uh, Oh, shit. What is the name? (laughs) Uh, You know, when you have a stone inside?
2: Mm, Yeah, gem setting.
0: Gem setting, yeah. Mm. She can't do that, so um, it's basic stuff, but it's working. So And uh, all the time we try to find solutions to improve our work.
2: Mm, Yeah, it must help that you have people that are more local uh, Mm -hmm. without having to order from another country. Yeah, exactly. Pay Shipping and customs and all Mm -hmm. that must be really frustrating. Yeah. (laughs) So what uh, what's been your favorite class this year at BMX? Have you do you have a favorite class?
1: Mm,
0: mm, I'm not sure (laughs) No, I think is equal uh, is different classes, of course. Uh, I think the yeah, the retrospective of um, of Akir Mushafar uh, from Paul King it, It was awesome uh, and I didn't have the chance to assist it some classes in uh, in APP about that. So yeah, it was it was a chance for me. So it was good.
2: That's cool. Yeah, Paul's talks are always so well yeah. prepared. Yeah, they're really great time. to see. Them. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Uh, so do you have any other plans to go to other conferences like new? Con- like, have you been to UK APP before?
0: Uh, no, uh, I never went there. Um, for the moment, I don't plan. Other conferences, maybe BMX next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to travel for my work. So I travel. Uh, I used to travel for piercing and, uh, and modification. And um, so I want to go back in uh, in Asia for a while uh, and maybe propose. Uh, try to develop piercing there. Yeah, it's a, it's a hard work. Uh, so I want to to try.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been noticing more and more piercers from from Asia. Uh, yeah. Southeast Asia and all, all around just, mm-hmm. um, they, they want to do it and they're hungry to do it, but they don't really have a lot of access to maybe information or supplies or, or jewelry, mm-hmm. things like that. So I, I think that would be an awesome area to go and visit someday.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, sure.
2: Okay. Awesome. Uh, so is there any other information you want people to have? Anything about your shops or websites or anything? Uh,
0: yeah, uh, my uh, webs- uh, I don't have a website, but uh, I have social media, so it's uh, Lily Ritual Voodoo. Uh, You can find me uh, on Facebook and Instagram uh, with uh, the the same name. And uh, my shop is contraceptic so you can join uh, the the shop too. Um, At the page and you can see all the the stuff of the resident tattoo artists and uh, all the resident uh, piercers too. Uh, So, yeah, we have a big team and uh, all the time new guest guest artists, so, yeah.
2: (laughs) That's great, awesome oh thanks for talking to me I appreciate it
0: thank you so much
2: alright thanks for talking to us Lily I appreciate it sorry it took so long to get you on the, uh, the show but I'm glad we got you on an episode before the end of the year I need to say a special thank you to all my patrons all my uh, wizarding friends on Patreon I, I've gotten a lot of support from people and I really appreciate it you know actually sending me money to, to keep the show going. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, I know that I made some promises as to what your content was going to be, and I probably haven't done a great job of keeping up with that. Uh, I, I do have some uh, some bonus content that I want to get up online for you. I've got a couple little travel log things that I recorded on previous trips, and I, I just haven't had time to get them online, so I apologize. I'll try to do a better job in 2020 to take care of you. Um, for now, I've been uh, kind of uploading new episodes early on Patreon, so you can get it a few days ahead of when it gets published for uh, for everybody else. But I want to say some thank yous to the people who have been supporting me on Patreon uh, for the last couple of months. Aaron Solomon, thank you so much. Really appreciate your support. Uh, Amanda, they they chose to just have their first name only listed, so thank you very much, Amanda, for being on that Evoker level. Uh, thank you to Amanda Johnson also uh, for your support. Bador, uh, thank you again. Uh, and if you're out there and you're looking for really uh, carefully crafted aftercare products for the body piercing industry, go and check out Punk Medics for sure. They have some great products. Uh, thank you to Caitlin Williams for your support. Thank you to Christina Tidro for your support. Thank you to Zatimer Jewelry. Got some really cool, innovative jewelry. A lot of really cool hinged clicker pieces. I'm seeing some fancy gold stuff coming out of there too. So thank you very much to Zatimer Jewelry for your support. Uh, Thank you to Jacob Kreps. I appreciate you coming to the class and kind of hanging out in person. Thank you to Leo Zeeball from from Mint. Uh, I really appreciate your support. You're a really kind person. And uh, uh, thanks just for, you know, being my friend. Thanks to Lynn Lohide. You were a great guest and you were a great co-host on the show. Thank you for your support. And thank you to Madra Farah for your support. Uh, really appreciate everyone who's uh, choosing to drop a couple dollars into this crazy endeavor I call the Piercing Wizard Podcast. Really appreciate you all. You know what else I really appreciate too? People following their dreams. It's it's kind of magical. Three people who have been regular guests on the show and who have really made some amazing strides in 2019 and I need to kind of single you out a little bit. Uh, Ed Chavaria opened Safe Harbor Body Piercing in Westchester, Pennsylvania this year. I had a lot of different conversations with Ed. Ed's been to my house. Uh, to my shop. We've hung out uh, in different spots around the world. We've been into some really good conversations and, and some really good situations. And uh, I'm so happy just to see that you get to go out on your own and offer what you want to offer with body piercing. So if you're anywhere around Westchester, Pennsylvania, support Safe Harbor Body Piercing. Uh, I've got Lola Slider. I want to point out, uh, Lola left a a studio that she had been in for years, took the plunge and decided to open her own studio in Glasgow, Scotland called Forest Piercing and Tattooing. And, uh, I've been seeing it all come together, uh, seeing all the different pictures and it's just, it's amazing. It's a gorgeous shop. And this is really something that's been done by one person, just carrying all that weight on their back. So uh, huge props to Lola. Much respect. Uh, and Lola is also you know, the, the president of the UK EPP. It's not like she's got a lot of free time. So to leave a shop that you might feel comfortable in, to go out on your own, uh, have the bravery, take those risks to open your own studio, uh, it's really amazing to see it. And I wish you nothing but, uh, but, but success. And, last but certainly not least, Kale DeFrancesco, formerly Kale Belford, opened up Oleander Body Piercing in Worcester, Massachusetts this year. Uh, It's a gorgeous little shop I've been in a a number of times. Really excited to see it grow and and where it can go. Same thing, Kale left a really crazy busy studio to take the gamble on herself uh, to go out and and open her own studio. And I've been seeing her growth over the last couple of years. From someone who is volunteering at conference, helping out with the the mentor program and the outreach programs, uh, to being on the APP board of directors and opening her own studio, uh, teaching at all those different conferences out there in the world, and making huge strides. So, uh, Kale, awesome! You're you're killing it, killed it. Uh, really excited to see where you go in 2020. And to everyone else out there, I know plenty of people have uh, changed shops. They've Uh, taken the the plunge and gone out on guest spots. They've taken new positions in new studios. Uh, Christina Outland and Zach Boyer and everybody else out there, you gambled on yourself and it's going to pay off. And I'm so, so proud to see your progression in this industry. Uh, And to everyone else out there, who's thinking about it, who's maybe got that secret business plan scribbled down in a notebook and they're just nervous and they're just waiting for the right time. Uh, The time is now, and believe me, you can do it. There are people out there that want to help. I believe in you, and I want you to all succeed because body piercing is magical, and I absolutely love it. So thank you uh, from deep down in the bottom of my cold black heart for listening to the Piercing Wizard podcast week in and week out, for putting up with me even though I'm probably saying the same stuff week after week after week. Um, I love you all. I love body piercing. Thanks for listening. And uh, let's keep going in 2020. Happy New Year.
1: Should old acquaintance be forgotten? And never brought to mind Should old acquaintance be forgot on day For oh, old blind sign, my dear, oh.